0: The Brighton Festival radio podcast. So I'm here with uh, Tim Harrison from The Basement, this year's co-programmer for the events uh, curated by the venue at this year's 40th Festival. The first event that you guys are putting on at the 7th and 8th of May, The Three Disgraces, is already sold out. Um, There's quite a lot of other events that you guys are putting together for this year. What other sort of highlights are we looking at for this year?
1: Pretty packed programme for us this year. It's like last year we put on nine different uh, shows and this year we've got 18 so we've got some really exciting work. We've got a lot of situations where we've brought over a major international artist, such as Jos Hoben from Belgium, and we've programmed them with artists who we think the work's kind of uh, similar in some way or addresses similar themes. So we've got Jos Hoben, whose piece is called um, The Art of Laughter, which is a kind of, it's not stand-up comedy, but it's kind of an investigation into what makes us laugh and what's the kind of human aspect of uh, how, how we laugh and why we laugh. And it also happens to be an extremely funny performance as well. And so we paired him up with one of the basement supported artists called Ed Rapley, who uh, has uh, made a show called Ten Ways to Die on Stage. A bit of a life story of him and the kind of tragicomic aspects of growing up, failing, uh, fear, all these kind of things. So it, it's kind of got a dark side, but... Uh, yeah, but it, it's a, it's a very uh, funny performance, and he's an amazingly charismatic performer. So we thought that was a nice little nice little pairing.
0: Definitely, and it's quite an international flavour actually. To a lot of artists we so. brought yeah. in this year.
1: So similarly um, to the last pairing that we talked about, we've got a, a double bill where you can buy one ticket to see two shows uh, in the same night. And there we've paired up um, an artist from Glasgow that we've worked with before called Drew Taylor. Uh, we a company from uh, Madrid called Los Tresnos and we saw Los Tresnos up in uh, Glasgow uh, a short while ago and they do this piece which is, they do kind of work that's on the edge of kind of performance art which works with very kind of simple terms. I don't want to explain it in too much detail because it kind of gives away what it is but they take these very sort of simple ideas and through their sort of amazing performance skills or sort of, Twist them into these labyrinthine, complex, compelling, uh, really uh, truly amazing performances, which basically just consist of the two of them sitting on stage and using, using their bodies and voices. So, with that kind of provocation of doing something about time and this, uh, yeah, what this strange thing called time is, we spoke to Drew, who's uh, stands somewhere between. Uh, performance, poetry, stand-up, uh, cabaret, all these different areas, and asked him to respond to some of these themes, and he came up with, uh, with this, a, a new piece that he'd been working on called Time After Time. And he's currently busily writing away at that, so we're yet to see exactly what that's going to be. But he's a, a really amazing performer.
0: And he's apparently been learning lessons from Cyndi Lauper, <laughs> which I just love.
1: Oh, I think he's drawing on, he draws on a lot of pop culture references um, in his other kind of persona, which is a, a very spectacular kind of uh, drag-ish performance artist kind of character called Marcus Machiavellian. He's somewhere like, something like uh, Kenny Everett, if you remember some of his characters, uh, and so he draws on lots of these kind of quite trash pop culture kind of ideas Mm. within his work.
0: And so also, another great pairing, it looks like, is the uh, cheap lecture, which I'm sure it won't be anything uh, of of the sort, and cow piece, which sort of go hand in hand, and obviously sort of like one after the other on the Mm. same double billing that night. Tell us a little bit about that one.
1: Um, Well, we're really excited to have uh, Jonathan Bowes and Matteo Fargian coming to the basement. Uh, Jonathan's been a, a, a major figure in experimental contemporary dance in particular for a long time now and for the last, I'm not sure how long, I think about five years, he's been working with Matteo Fargin. And this is a piece that, uh, once again, it kind of treads this strange fine line between dance, performance art, comedy, and it's very sort of intriguing, engaging. It's a weird, slightly sort of surrealistic journey through associations that spill out of the artists' minds, basically, with this uh, piano accompaniment. It's um, A lot of the work that we put on, it kind of, as I say, treads this line between performance art, and I know a lot of people fear the word uh, performance art with an absolute horror, thinking of uh, stuff that's rather self-indulgent, navel-gazing, and frankly quite pretentious. And we always steer very well clear of any work that uh, falls into those traps. So this, while it's quite experimental work, It's also very engaging, very funny, and very uh, uh, thoughtful as well.
0: Okay, and moving on to the cheerily title, Death is Certain. Yes. Uh, It's sort of the final work, or the final week. That's in the final week. Mm. Uh, You've obviously selected German artist Eva Meyer Keller to play two shows, uh, Mm -hmm. she seems to have a strange fascination, or has it in for some cherries. Tell us a bit about that one.
1: Yes, she does. It's a very simply set-out performance where um, she has a number of, a large number of cherries and inflicts kind of horrific deaths and pains and destructions on these uh, cherries over about 40 minutes so they get kind of uh dropped into concrete blown up drilled through burned
0: and that kind of links in quite nicely then with the supper club the final event on the menu uh, which i'm hoping uh yeah isn't quite uh the same in the, in, so in its gory. consistency and we've got a greatest hits set going on there so obviously you've kind of put this on in previous years it's been a been a roaring success But that's the grand finale weekend what, what have you got lined up there Cause you've got sort of like bite-sized morsels i guess of performance going on that night that's
1: right uh supper club's been going for over two years now and it always involves uh, a whole range of different kinds of performances from like tr- short 10-15 uh, minute performances on stage in the main space we will do uh durational works which my performances which might go on all evening and have people have different opportunities to kind of en- engage with the artists there might be one-on-one pieces where people go in one person at a time and and they've just proved to be a real success with audiences i think uh, because of that kind of you never quite know what's coming along and we're currently contacting all the people that we think should we desperately want to return to see if they can make that slot in their diaries work so I think it should be a real high quality night and also just a real crazy mix like Supper Club always is. For
0: more details and highlights of this year's event visit brightonfestival.org